Woolworths has been whacked, as you're well aware this morning, profit-wise in the past year. Profits are down 52%. Revenue is up, but so are costs. So is the cost of living biting? And what's it say about competition in the marketplace? This is a very vexed issue. Of course, financial analyst at Monopoly Watch, Tex Edwards, back with us. Tex, morning. Morning. I'm wondering when you drop 52% in profit, if you'd spread the market further and there were lots more players, there'd be people actually losing money and laying off workers, wouldn't there? No. This is a PR fudge. Essentially, gross profits are up 75 million bucks. Um, essentially, there's an increase, not in operational costs, but an increase in transfer of costs to Australia. So there's, when you look at the accounts and, and skim through their statutory accounts they file, they've just increased the amount of interest they're paying Australia. They've obviously had that very expensive brand rebranding, so they're sending money to Australia for the brand and they're sending money to Australia on IT CapEx. Margins are still approximately three times what they are internationally. It's noteworthy that same increase margins are 1.75%, will almost 6% over the long, long term. Just like when you're racing a car, when you come into the corner, you slow down. If you've got a public policy problem like the supermarkets have, you report lower profits. So, all right, gotcha, gotcha. When first retail groups say the result shows the supermarket is trying to get the balance right to give customers the right prices on the shelves, they're wrong. That's right, because there's no pressure to put, there's no operational pressure to get costs lower, and there's no operational pressure to get prices down. When we talked about vegetables earlier, we talked about seasonable price differences. The real context of this PR fudge in the supermarkets, Bill English's comments. So Bill English has come out earlier in the week and said, unless this government can get its affordability better, particularly in infrastructure and housing, you're going to see capital gains tax and, and wealth taxes. And, and the, the, the tonality of that statement from a very well-respected policy wonk um, really puts the supermarkets under increased pressure to get a which is what I wanted to ask you. Uh, this is a less interventionist government. Do you worry about that? Um, I, the, I, I, everybody would be concerned about the structure of these basic monopolies, banks, supermarkets, building material companies. Um, but actually, the context of Sir Bill English's comments is really that, that comment will eventually go viral because it's so prescriptive and putting pressure on the government, Mike that they've got to get some of these industries under control and get costs, affordability, back into the hands of Kiwis. Mm. Otherwise, you're going to see these, these, these wealth taxes and capital gains taxes be instituted eventually in New Zealand by the next generation coming through. Good stuff. Always good to have you on the programme. Tex Edwards, financial analyst these days at uh, Monopoly Watch. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.